1340. It's time to talk Rockies baseball with one of the voices of the Colorado Rockies, Jerry Schimmel. Jerry, good morning. Appreciate the time as always. How are you? Jim, good morning. How are you doing? Doing fine. You haven't made it to Scottsdale yet. You're still over in Denver, uh, but uh, you're heading over there at, uh, next week to Scottsdale. Uh, you know, the comments that uh, Kyle Freeland made, uh, of course, pitchers and catchers reported on Wednesday, and Kyle has always been very forthcoming about you know, how he feels about you know wanting to compete and wanting this team to win, and he knows he carries a big burden. And he said, you know, first and foremost, it can't be okay to lose. Over the years, we have talked about it, and we have kind of become complacent with ourselves. I, I think he expresses probably the frustration for, for Rockies fans for at times probably you and, and Jack calling games that, uh, boy, you feel like the talent's there at times for the Rockies. Yeah, I get it. The National League West is loaded. But the expectation, I think, is that this team can be better than what it is. There's no question about it, Jim. And I think uh, if they don't, every player, uh, every coach in an organization ought to reflect and, and echo what, what Kyle Freeland's saying. And losing is unacceptable. You go into a season and you, and you expect to lose, you're going to lose. And, you know, I love what Kyle's saying. He's always been that way. He's always been the guy that, hey, give me the ball and let me lead. And, and let, me, let me be the guy who helps turn this thing around. So I, I love what he said, and he, he's very sincere about it. I, 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 you know, we're not great friends, but hanging around, you know, the last several years with Kyle, I can tell you he means that. He's very sincere about what he says. And you know, he's had a great career. He's had a solid career as a hometown guy, but he wants to win like everybody else. And now maybe that's that time. So, and I was uh, thinking about this this morning, Jim. Every year, you know this. We all know this. In baseball, there are teams that don't expect to do anything, and they they have a good season. There's teams that you expect to be really good, and they have off seasons. Let's hope that this year expectations are so low for the Rockies that they're one of those teams that surprises people and becomes a better team than they, they expect to be. Jerry Schimmel from the Rockies Radio Network with us today on the Team Sports Network. And, and it begins, look, with Chris Bryant being healthy and Chris Bryant being productive. Uh, Chris says he's 100% ready. And of course, signed the seven-year, $182 million contract uh, with the Rockies. Only played in 42 games last year because of the lower back injury. Then he had plantar fasciitis. Chris Bryant, they, they keep talking about him being you know, the, 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 the centerpiece of this team, being the aircraft carrier of this team. They've got to have a healthy Chris Bryant this year if they're going to have the kind of turnaround that I think you're hoping for, I hope for, Rockies fans in general are, are hoping for in 2023. Yeah, no question about it, Jim. And I, I think last year going into the season, the one guy that they couldn't afford to lose to an injury was probably Chris Bryant. They don't have a firepower offense like they've had in the past, and Chris is going to be the cornerstone of that offense with C.J. Cohn probably. And C.J. ended up having a good year, at least the first half of it, but they needed Bryant in there. And when he played, I think the team didn't have a winning record, but I think they were 20 and 22. So when, they, when he played, when he was in lineup, they were a pretty decent team. And so that's going to be the key for them again in 2023 is to have Chris Bryant healthy. There are other keys as well. We know that. Uh, the young guys have to develop at a quick pace. Guys like Tobar at short and you know some other guys maybe taking a step up a little bit, like the second baseman. So, um, I, you know, Randall Gritch is, is already hurt. He's not going to begin the year probably in the outfield. But you've got to have guys healthy, and you've got to have young guys develop quickly, and you especially have to have Chris Bryant in the lineup almost every day. How excited are you to see Ezekiel Tovar on an extended yeah. time with the, with the Rockies, with the big league team? I think that might be my number one uh, source of excitement going to spring training, to be honest with you, Jim. 
I really am because we saw flashes of it last year. He, he took his lumps uh, in that short amount of time that he was a big leader last year, which every almost everybody does. There are a few, very few, you know, Madison Bumgarners that emerge on the scene and start dominating right away in, in Major League Baseball. But this guy's got all the tools. He's got power. He's got uh, average. He's got the great arm. He's got the great, he's got speed. He's got great defensive ability. So, that's probably the guy I'm most most forward most looking forward to watching develop this season, especially starting spring training. Yeah, at 21 years and 53 days, he was the youngest yeah. position player to make his debut in franchise history. The second youngest overall. I mean, he hits a home run off of future Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw. It was a you know a, a great start in regard to uh, Tovar and uh, his debut. You know, in San Diego, he's made his debut there. He played the nine games, including, of course, uh, the game at Dodger Stadium when he hit the home run off Clayton Kershaw. That no pressure, right? Just has to uh, step into the shadow of Troy Tulowitzki, Trevor Story. No problem for Ezekiel Tovar, right? Easy peasy. <laughs> you know, it seems like, Jim, and, and everybody said this when, before he came up, the front office said this about him, that if there's somebody that could handle all that, it would be him. He doesn't seem to be too big for the moment or the moment too big for him. And he's, he's always been that steady, re- really focused guy. And I don't think the, the, the big leagues or stepping in somebody's shoes is going to bother him at all. I think he's his own guy. And I think that comes with success. And he's had that in the minor leagues. He's had injuries, but he's had great success as well, put up great numbers. But he's always impressed people with his athleticism, his ability, but also his composure and his outlook and his attitude. So I really feel, and I don't know the guy. I've talked to him one time through an interpreter. Um, but everybody says, hey, if there's somebody that can handle that kind of thing, it would be Ezekiel Tovar. From the Rockies Radio Network, Jerry Schimmel joining us today on the Team Sports Network. So Tovar is the most, you know, the, the most intriguing part for you of, of spring training, Jerry. What would be the, the second storyline that you're interested in following when you get down to talking stick? You know, I think it's probably what the bullpen is going to look like. And that's going to emerge right now. We know what the back end of it looks like. And, the, and the, you know, that's another piece the Rockies have. They have a great closure. I mean, there are pieces to this team. There's a, there's a solid starting rotation. There's a great closer. And there are some other pieces like Tobar that need to develop for this team to be surprising. But there are pieces there. The pieces in the bullpen haven't quite emerged as fitting yet. So I think that's going to be intriguing for me. Who's in the front end? Who are the left-handers? Who, who are going to be the, the seventh-inning guys and the eighth-inning guys and maybe the, the long reliever? And I don't think any of that's determined right now. So you've got injuries in the bullpen, but you've got also talent in the bullpen. So to see how all that comes together, I think it's going to be really intriguing for me. We're talking with Jerry Schemmel, Rockies Radio Network, with us on the Jim Davis Show. Jerry, baseball's having these rule changes. they got the bigger bases. The defensive shift is gone. The pitch clock change. Do you see anything, as it specifically relates to the Rockies, that these rules could have an impact on the team? And, and more broadly, what kind of impact do you think these changes will have on baseball? Yeah, I think, I think first with the Rockies, it's probably going to be like every other team. You're going to have to make some major adjustments. They got some, some starting pitchers, especially, who work pretty quickly. Um, Armand Marquez is probably not going to have a, a much of a problem with the, with the pitch clock. But guys like Kyle Freeland, who like to slow down a little bit, are going to have to make adjustments. So I think it's going to be fascinating in spring training to see how the pitch clock – 
affects the game. And Major League Baseball is saying, you know what, we're coming out. We're not giving anybody any grace. We're going to enforce those rules from the first game of spring training, which is a week from tomorrow, and we'll see what happens after that. So the adjustments that the Rocks and other teams have to make, I think, is really going to be intriguing. I think with the the limited number of times you can throw to first base, along with the bigger uh, bag at first base, the bigger the bigger base, I think there's going to be a lot more emphasis on stealing, on speed, which means the other team has to have a premium with its catching and its defensive catching and its and its uh, its arm as a catcher. So I think that's where the Rockies struggled some last year, throwing runners out. They're going to have to be better that way this year, 2023 to keep up with these rule changes. But I think that's what the focus is going to be on. There are going to be games in spring training and the regular season, especially the beginning. They're going to be decided on these rule changes, on whether teams adapt to them and execute them or not. And people will be a little up in arms at that beginning of the season. But I think it's going to be good in the long run for baseball. So really intrigued by the new rules and how teams adjust. So, Jeremy, have you take your headset off for a moment and put your ball cap on like when you were coaching at, at, at Metro back in the day. Say you're in the dugout and you're Bud Black. Which of these rules would you absolutely hate if you managed a Major League Baseball team? Oh, man. I, I think for me it would be, as a former player, Jim, I think it would be um, knowing you have to be ready. You can't as a hitter. And, and I, I wasn't a pitcher. I was a position player. as an infielder. And I think for me it was, you know, you can't step out. You you. You can't take your time. You can't adjust your batting gloves. You can't. You got to get in there, be ready to hit. So for me, that would be the toughest thing. I think as a pitcher, there's probably more adjustments than than the hitters. But for me personally, it would be well, I got to get my guy ready to hit. And if I'm hit, if I'm playing, I got to be ready to hit as well as a position player. So that's the one that I think is really interesting to me. And then the other one is I, I think um, pitch outs. You know, if you've thrown over the first twice. All right. If you throw over there the third time, don't get the guy out. It's a balk. He gets second base automatically. So with the count that's maybe two and zero, do you pitch out, or do you you pitch to that bit hitter? So I think that's a big decision that a manager has to make as well. It's going to be really intriguing. There's different parts of the game. They're going to be managed differently now with Bud Black and his rest of his gang as managers. And I think it's going to be really intriguing to see how that all plays out. And look, I'm sure you're happy. And many of us, you know, while the things have been rough for the Rockies, I think Bud Black has done a really nice job managing this team. Nice to see Bud get that extension. Yeah, no question about it. And, you know, if there's somebody that probably deserves an extension with a team that hasn't won in a couple of years, it's probably Bud Black. You wonder where this team might be without him because he's always been that manager. You know this, Jim, in his time in, in San Diego. His teams are always overachieving, and I think they've probably done that, even though they haven't been very good with the Rockies the last couple of years. So I'm glad the Rockies recognized that. I know there were a lot of people from the outside organization, even other front office anonymous personnel who said, Bud Black should be fired. You need a new general manager. You need a new manager. I think the Rockies are smart to recognize they have a good manager, and they're keeping that manager.